Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, 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 my dear, sweet, beautiful, sassy, cool, badass friend. I hope that you are having an incredible day so far. But what I will say is that if you're listening to this podcast right now, which I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, your day is about to get a whole lot better because boy, do I have such an epic interview for you. I actually sat down with one of my previous students from one of the rounds of SBA and talked all about her journey to building her online business. Now, we talked about spirituality, manifestation, energy, rituals, all of these really cool things that can really help as you pursue success in the online space. And whilst that's kind of like the focus of our conversation, The most powerful part of our conversation today, in my opinion, is just the proof that it can happen for you. So Shalay is actually going to tell you the story about how not only we met back in, I'm pretty sure it was 2016 or 2017, but the journey of how she kind of got to where she was today. You know, she now has a thriving Instagram, a business. She's doing a little bit of refocusing at the moment. She's going to start a YouTube channel. And a lot of that came from kind of like years of dreaming, wishing and hoping. And then a few pivotal moments where she just started showing up and things started to shift for her. And why I think this is so powerful is because I know so many of you may have felt like it's been an eternity since you've been dreaming about or desiring to have a successful online business. Maybe you've been taking some action. Maybe you've even been taking consistent action, but it just like hasn't worked for you yet. I really hope what this interview does is give you some kind of gives you some kind of hope that just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it isn't going to happen for you. It's so easy to get caught up in the fast results kind of pressure that social media inflicts upon us. It seems like all these people just come out of the woodwork and they're like ultra successful in a matter of days. I mean, even still, some people come to me and say, you know, I wish I had the success that you have and I really, really want to be there now. And I ask them, how long have you been doing this? And they say two months, three months, six months. 
And then I remind them that I have literally been doing this for six years. I gained no traction. Like it felt like absolutely no traction in the first year that I consistently posted on YouTube. And it wasn't until I had a few opportunities. And what I mean by opportunities is a few videos that, you know, did quite well, that started gaining traction. And, you know, it was the pursuit of just continuing to show up until an opportunity came my way through the pursuit of intention and, and, and consistency. But so many people just get discouraged before they even give themselves the opportunity to experience those shifts. So Anyway, I'm not going to ramble because the interview is quite long, but we do talk about lots of the things that you can do in the pursuit of success from a spiritual perspective as well as a strategic perspective. But just remember at the end of the day, this is two people that are sitting down having a conversation. We are at different levels of our business at this particular point in time, but this is two people who are experiencing, you know, essentially their dream lives or their dream businesses, but it didn't happen overnight. This is years in the making, years of patience, but years of just getting to the point of showing up consistently. So anyway, without further ado, let's do what we always do. Shake it out, shake your butt with a little dance party, because you know why? When you shake your butt or your arms, if you're sitting down, it actually helps you to absorb the information of the podcast better. It's scientifically proven that when you actually do a little shimmy, your information receptors are heightened. Obviously, I talk shit when I say this stuff, by the way, guys. But all I'm saying is that dancing is good for you. So let's have a little dance and then let's talk to Chalet and then we'll come back and we'll have a chat about it. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, hello, hello. Do you know what? I was almost needing to like take notes. I know I say before every podcast, like I don't like I don't plan it out. I don't like organize anything because I really love to have these like super, super, super casual chats. That's the whole intention behind this podcast. But there are so many things that I want to talk to you about. I was like doing my washing before I jumped onto this. And I was like, I need to talk to you about this. I need to talk to you about this. I need to talk to you about this. And I was like stressing out. So I, I mean, I didn't actually end up writing down any notes, but there's lots I want to talk to you about. So welcome officially. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm the same way. I started the podcast really. I have a podcast as well. So I was really structured and prepped yeah. and you just, the conversation just becomes dull like that. Yeah. So I really love the flow element. So I love it yeah. and I'm Where? here for it. Let's see what comes up. Wherever it goes, it goes. Yes. So I think we should definitely give a little bit of a context. So one of the main things that I really felt called to talking to you about on this podcast, because like from two sides of the coin, really, I really want to tuck into your journey as a content creator. And maybe we can give our backstory and talk a little bit about kind of exactly what we were starting to discuss before we hit record about that progression into consistent content creation. Mm-hmm. So I want to tuck into that. But then the other thing I really want to dive into is the energy behind your content creation and some of the rituals and practices that maybe you have in place. Because mm-hmm. when I watch Watch your content and honestly, anyone listening, go to Shalay's profile right now. Well, not right now, listen to the episode and then go to her profile. (laughs) 
there's just something about like your reels specifically that feel I can't even explain it, but it's just like when I talk about that like transmission of energy through content, Mm -hmm. it just feels like your content is magnetic. Like I I can't look away and it's not just because I'm interested in what you're saying. It's just because it makes me feel good. And like, that's something I've been discussing a lot in like my influencer vibes and hype crew. And I was like, oh my God, I need to talk to Shalea about this. So (laughs) those were the two main topics, but let's take it back a little bit. And maybe you can tell our love story of how we met and how we got here. Oh my God, I'd love to tell our love story. This is my favorite story of all time because it's just such a good uh, example of how the universe always has your fucking back. And are we allowed to swear on this podcast? I'm like, <laughs> it's me. But I know that's what I'm like. I'm like, I'm sure we can swear, right? Okay. I invented swearing just so yeah. that everybody knows. <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Cause that's what, when I'm so passionate, like that's just, yeah, that's what's going to flow out. It's I have intensified. to do, right? It just, it adds, it adds to the shock value. Anyway, so we're going to take you back five years. I was a beauty therapist. I was working at one of those laser chain, uh, laser hair removal chains, right? And Erin Waltz is in and she wants a microdermabrasion. I'm her therapist. So uh, I think we had like a couple of sessions together, a couple of appointments. It wasn't like that many, but at that time, so back to when I was 15, I've always wanted to be on YouTube. I've always been excited by the idea of like content creation and living this like freedom flow lifestyle that was just based on, yeah, being creative and basically told myself I couldn't have that dream. It wasn't realistic for me and Mm. kept shutting it down, shutting it down, shutting it down. And then I met you one day and this was at the start of your journey. And you just had like a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube and you were just embodying the fuck out of being a YouTuber. You were like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber and I do this. And it was so fun because you were like, oh, I'll bring my camera in and we'll create a vlog of this experience. And I just remember dying inside as you said that. But I was just so excited because I was like, oh my goodness, like here's somebody in my reality who is doing the thing right but still I was still like so caught up in my ego caught up in my stories and again told myself I couldn't have the thing but what I did during that time was I started following you on YouTube for support right I didn't really understand the journey that you were on then like it was kind of like foreign to me I had no idea what you were on about because you were in like the personal development world and for me that wasn't it didn't make sense right so I never really even like fully watched your content, which is funny, but I stayed subscribed to you and I would just see your videos come up through the years. And I honestly, I watched you grow and I watched you like turn into and create the empire that you've created. And, you know, cut forward five years, I hit this point in my life, so depressed, so just uninspired by life hating my life really honestly that's where I was at and I you know the big uh, are we allowed to say you know who you know what hit yeah (laughs) we're not allowed to say the word yeah yeah and I say it it's fine it's fine (laughs) yeah so basically COVID hit was forced to deal with my shit you know and I started meditating and then I started to like find myself and connect to my soul and through that process I think it was about a year and then 
I reconnected with your content again and just something in my soul was like, you need to work with her. You need to do her program. You were just running that. I, I think you you weren't running the group program yet. I had to wait a couple of months yeah, for it. Simply Business. Uh, you like yeah, simply re-enrolled. Business. I, yes, oh, I, I did. I, I was so <laughs> waiting for it. I was like, when that link comes out, I'm just, you know, investing myself. But I never spent money on myself yeah. like that. So it was like, it was such a big leap, but oh, I'm so glad that I took it because it's just full circle moment I got to learn from you and just yeah you helped me honestly you helped me get out there and feel safe to just create even not having like a purpose even not knowing what I'm doing or how I'm going to make money but just create get your voice out there yeah so that's what I wanted to tuck into specifically because even throughout the program you know most people who come into simply business or many I should say some are a little further along but many people who do come into simply business are still trying to find their voice still trying to maybe find who they're going to be how they're going to show up online what their business is going to actually do to help people and I remember through the program obviously yourself and there are a few other people as well who you know still experienced some kind of like maybe timidness towards showing up online or some blocks around really putting yourself out there but can I just say from my perspective and I would love to talk about what actually happened here and I know the accumulation of obviously you were doing personal development work which got you to the point of going into simply business and then you know being in that community and that group and the support and everything but for me it almost felt like one day you just went fuck it and then just started showing up and so I'd kind of like to maybe dissect that a little bit like I know it wasn't probably just one day where you're like I'm just gonna show up but like it's it's like literally from that point I've never not seen you in a day you know what I mean I'm sure you've taken days off but for the most part it was like it felt like from five years of obviously wanting to do something and then joining the program and still having a little bit of like resistance and and, and confusion about what you were going to say and it literally felt like one day you were like fuck it I'm going to show up and I've seen you every day since so maybe what happened there (laughs) yeah oh my god I'll tell you you happened honestly it was that one it was that one session that you gave us with you I promise you that was the moment I was like she's right we had that one-on-one call it was 30 minutes changed my fucking life because I was like sitting there listening to you and I was telling you all of my fears and you were just like not babying me and I really love that energy I hate that like victim mindset you were just like sort it out like just fucking show up what are you scared of and I was like I needed that in that moment and I was like you're so right I'm never going to know what this is going to look like or if this is going to work if I don't fucking show up right I'm just like let me just do the thing but it was that one session with you and ever since then I just keep jumping into fear because it it kind of becomes addictive in a way I don't know if you experienced this Erin but it like when you push yourself out of your comfort zone like that and you start stepping into fear you start seeing like things really like start to align for you you know all these like incredible things happen and it's led me on this incredible journey of like starting my online business starting my online platform and being able to do what I'm doing today and it's yeah it was all because of you know stepping into that fear pushing myself out of my comfort zone so now because it becomes addictive right because you see that growth and that expansion whenever there is that fear I know I need to go there I know that that's something I need to do right yeah 
What did that like first week of creating content look like? Because obviously we all understand the power and the law of momentum that once you start to do something, yeah, for sure, it does become easier over time. But what did that kind of like internally, maybe the thought processes look like? Obviously, we had that call and you definitely leaned into the fear after that. But you still have to battle your own mind in that moment of actually pressing record. So was there anything that you did to kind of like mentally prepare yourself to start showing up or was it just like, I just need to just get this done? I think that's just it. I feel like people are always looking for that, that magic formula or the thing that's going to get you to do it. Right. And it's just like, it's not, there's nothing out there. It's what I was waiting for. And the only advice I can really give is you just got to fucking do it. And let me tell you guys, like it wasn't easy. I was definitely battling with my own thoughts and I had to just have the thoughts there, be fully in that fear, be scared and still do it, still press upload, right? Still press record, no matter what I was thinking, no matter how I felt. And the funny thing with me, and this is something that a lot of people will say to me now is that they say, you know, they're scared to show up online because, you know, they have their family and their friends and high school acquaintances on there. That's all I had as well. That was my entire audience. I had bullies from high school showing up on lives, on stories, on like, you know, not liking my post, but because they're bullies. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but being there, being present. Exactly, exactly. And I love that. And I am so glad you said that because that's honestly my advice as well, because I feel like, and like you're more in the spiritual space than I am. So you can maybe talk about this from a spiritual perspective, but even from like business and personal development, I feel like people are searching for pre-confidence. Like they're searching for this feeling of like, I can finally do it. But I always give the analogy of like skydiving. You can sit and meditate on overcoming the fear of skydiving for six years, but you're not actually going to really know what it's like, overcome that fear, feel the exhilaration over the like being scared about it. And then probably the addiction to want to do it again, you know what I mean? Or that that mm-hmm. that that feeling of exactly like you said, that progression, that feeling of pride, like I did it and I want to do it again and again until you actually jump out of a plane. So it's like, there's no, I love that you said there's no formula that's going to get you to the point where you're actually going to feel ready to jump into it. It's going to be scary, but you've just got to get over that. And there's almost like no other way around it. There really isn't. There really isn't. And even trying to think about like the spiritual perspective on jumping into fear and I guess like you can sit there which is the journey that I went on which was understanding you know the ego and the higher self right having these two voices in your head and when you really develop like a meditation practice do you have a meditation practice I don't I I (laughs) so like I want to I've started microdosing psilocybin and since then have definitely felt a calling to meditate but I, maybe you can give me some tips because I just am so, so, so incredibly fidgety. And I tried to meditate the other day and straight away I was like, I need to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like my creative energy it. was flowing. So I'm like, I don't know, any tips. If you have podcast episodes of meditation, give them to me. I'll link them below and I will listen to them myself. You're but so I know funny. you're a huge fan of meditation. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Like, is, So meditation yeah. can then help overcoming the fear a little bit. Yeah. 
It can, because it gets you to see that you have these two voices in your head. So for me, it was all meshed into one and I couldn't get over the fear and the anxiety until I was able to quiet my mind to a place of realizing, actually, no, there are are two different versions of me. There's a version of me who isn't scared and there's a version of me who's fucking freaking out, right? So it was that ability to understand the two was I then able to be like, okay, those thoughts aren't true. I'm going to follow my higher self. So that really helped. If you want a tip on how to help you meditate, do breath work. There's this really easy video that you can do. um, And then you do breath work. uh, Then you do meditation afterwards. So fucking good. That's what really, really helped me to like sit there and stay there. But, you know, just doing like five minutes a day at the start, if that's what's helpful to you, I'll send it to you. But it's, it's so, so, so good. And I love that you're microdosing psilocybin. I'm like so many things you said there that I wanted to comment on (laughs) for two weeks. It's so good. It's It's so good. Very, very good. Cause I, um, yeah, I just honestly not, I know a lot of people go into that for overcoming anxiety and depression. Like there's so much beautiful research out there. And it's something that I definitely recommend that everyone like not go and do because it's for sure not for everyone, but at least if you have the interest, like research it and everything. But for me, it was definitely coming out of the, like having COVID and stuff like that, the exhaustion, mm-hmm. lack of creativity mm-hmm. and the focus that just comes out of it. So, yes. but with that, obviously then you do start to feel a lot more connected, a lot more spiritual being called to maybe have a better spiritual practice and, you know, just so, so many effects for me, it was really around the creative creativity side of things, but yeah, I've definitely wanted to, and maybe that's, what's made me start to think about more the energetics behind content creation. And one of the bigger reasons why I really wanted to speak to you. So talking about these practices to help overcome fear, but as you then progressed on your journey, so the fear and overcoming the fear and being kicked off the butt by myself, got you started. (laughs) But again, I just almost can't put my finger on what it is about content. Is there something that you do prior to creating content? Like I'd almost love to really dissect this about how you come up with your ideas. Are they more downloads through conversations? And do you have any kind of practice to get into like the vibe as my language would describe it before you're actually creating content? Because again, you definitely can feel something beyond just like what's visually there. You can, you absolutely can. And this is what got me to a place of being really mindful of the energy that I was exuding because what ended up happening is through my journey, like this was a journey guys, you know, I went through all the motions. I went through trying to be really consistent and I am consistent, but I don't kill myself to try and post every single day. And I really focus on when it feels aligned and I'll tell you how. So I started to feel the energetics of Instagram and it was overwhelming. I noticed that whenever I would sit there and I start scrolling, I was getting like I was getting overwhelmed. I was getting anxiety and I was thinking, where is this coming from? And eventually uh, the correlation was when I sat there scrolling on Instagram. So I realized very early on that Instagram, while it's an amazing platform when used mindfully, right? So you can, it could be good and it can be bad, but 
when you use Instagram mindfully, it can be incredible. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to let the app use me. I'm going to use the app because what I realized. Oh, I love that. I that, that that's going in the like little clip, the promo yeah. clip. <laughs> I love it. I it love was, it. No, it was so good. It was, a, it was that moment where it's kind of like taking back your power in a way and not letting that have any influence over you. And having that awareness now, whenever I go into the app, I can feel the energy behind what the person was creating, regardless of what it is, regardless of what they're saying. So, you know, that's probably what you're feeling as well. If you've noticed that with my content, I'm sure you've noticed it with other content as well. So I'm obviously very spiritual. So I take my practices really seriously. It's something that I don't just do like a morning routine and a nighttime routine. I'm like everyday routine throughout the day routine. All day, every day. I love it. All day, every day. (laughs) Um, Just because for me, I understand how important energetics is. And for me, it's more important to be energetically aligned and then show up from that place. So it's important to have both aspects. So you still need to show up in order to be creating change in your physical environment. But for me, it was like that mindset behind or the energy behind what I'm creating. So I started to really honor my cycles as a woman. So that's my, yeah, that was my, my, my period. So I noticed, obviously I went on this journey of connecting to my womb. I did another course in that love, love it. It was incredible, but I learned all about like our hormones as women. And I learned what happens during that period where we get our period the week before we get our period, what it does to our energy. And honestly, I started to manifest like living my life in a cyclical way like this, right? Because I was like, okay, I I just want to honor being honor being a woman yeah Yeah, and honor my energy and honestly that has let me show up in the most like powerful way because when I need to rest I'm resting and then when it's time to show up I'm showing up so that's how I've done it so do you have like can we kind of break down then because I know okay so say we're gonna like I'm I'm sure there's way more to it but if we were going to go in a really simplified approach to like the four different stages of our cycle Mm -hmm. and are there Mm -hmm. like specific characteristics of each stage that we should be honoring yes yes so basically like let's say the period where you actually get your period right so when you're menstruating when you're menstruating so that period is uh called winter so yeah you would just basically treat it like winter. You want to hermit, you want to go within. You're really meant to be, um, yeah, like really just downloading in that time, being with yourself, being with your emotions, resting, not exerting your energy. You can feel it. You can feel feeling really, really lethargic and low. So then as you come out of that period, it's called spring. So you start to feel really, really uh, lots of energy comes in. You want to start talking and interacting with people so during that time it's great to plan like podcast interviews it's great to get content done it's great to like you know start to whatever you downloaded during that time where you were hibernating you get to like start creating that right bring it to life and then summer is exactly the same so you're doing the same you have a lot of energy and you have that like two about a two week period or a two and a half week period where you get to really like you know content batch so that's my content batch week And then the week before my period is known as autumn. So then during that time, again, you're getting ready to hermit and you can kind of feel it. You're just ending, like you're kind of like nesting in a way. So you're like getting ready to, to slow down. Don't put too much on your calendar at that point. 
don't like I, I'm really rarely creating reels during this time where it's autumn and I'll be really picky about where I'm going to put my energy so it's really powerful like and just living your life like yeah. that in because if you think about it women we're, we're brought up in this like patriarchal society right a lot of yeah. us are taken into like the nine to five right and we have to go 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 we are never given a moment to stop and then we get to this point of just feeling like absolutely fucking fed up and we don't know why burnt right out, yeah. yeah we're yeah. burnt out we don't know why and it's because we're not designed to be go 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 in the seasons do you know what I really love about this specifically like whether it be I love the whole concept of honoring our cycle as a woman because it is the most consistent and it is the most prominent obviously we have this cycle going on at all times and then very um you know very prominent things that we experience each and every single month but I also love the concept behind this and how it relates to content creation being more aware of yourself you know our cycles they're easy to track they're obviously again really consistent but i think the thing that we don't think about enough as women and even as content creators is our own personal cycles that affect us from the day to day maybe it's your cycle of your day some people are hyper productive in the morning and then tether off throughout the end of the day some people take a little longer to get there some people are more prolific in the evenings than they are in the morning some people need a really solid morning routine some people don't like I think we're also accustomed to being like this is the way that you need to do it and don't go on that journey of self-exploration. And I see you to be someone who seems very connected to themselves, to their intuition. And on the other side of that, when it comes to actually creating content, not just the energy behind it, but the, but the actual communication and the content itself. I think the best content for me specifically comes from my intuition, comes from those downloads, comes from those moments where I'm like, I have to fucking create this right now. <laughs> otherwise I'm going to die. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's that, no matter how you look or what's going on, it's like, I just need to like record this. Like that's the shit that does so, so, so well. All those niggling ideas that just keep coming back. Mm -hmm. And one question that I've asked a lot of people on the podcast lately is whether it be for knowing yourself cyclically, is that a word? If it's yeah. not, it is now. <laughs> or whether it be connecting to your intuition for the purpose of your... My phone just rang, but I'm not coming out. I'm sorry, guys. I'm too lazy for that. Um, whether it be for the purpose of your intuition, listening to your content, like listening to your intuition for content. A question that I ask a lot of people and I'd love to get your perspective on is how do you know? Like, how do you know when you're listening to yourself and you're listening to your intuition and you are really connecting inwards versus a replayed version of something that you've been influenced by? So this is funny because I feel like sometimes when intuition comes in, you know that it's intuition. Like it'll be very direct. Like yeah. for example, my spirit guides, my higher self, whatever you want to call it, the universe will wake me up in the middle of the night and tell me to do something. Like it's very clear. So it's like, do this. And I'm like, okay, fuck, I've got to do this, right? Yeah. So for me, it can be that intense. But yeah. then sometimes like, okay, for example, let's talk about, so I built a business online, right? And it was a reading business. I did a reading for Erin. It was then so good, by the way. Oh my God, I recommended <laughs> it to everyone, like every single one of my students. Like after I that, literally, was like... yeah, I think I did everyone that was like working with you at that time. And it was, it was, it was amazing, right? But very quickly I realized, oh fuck, this isn't for me, but I could have yeah. sworn that was my purpose. And that's where intuition was guiding me. And it was to a certain point, but yeah. then it gets to a point where, 
Actually, it wasn't. I don't know why I said it was. No, yeah. it wasn't. It, so yeah. it was actually ego. So I realized that again, I had done it so sly, right? I had recreated or created something online based off of what other people were doing around me. I still wasn't listening to myself, but yeah. I was like convinced that my intuition was like leading me and like everything was working out. But I needed to go through all of that to realize yeah. that that wasn't for me. And that actually wasn't my intuition. And it was my ego. So sometimes it just takes you actually making the mistake to realize, you know, to realize that actually, no, I wasn't meant to go that way. But I still think it's all perfect as well. Like, I think it's so good that we even get that opportunity to make mistakes because that's how we grow. That's how we change. Like without all the mistakes I've made, I wouldn't be here right now. So, you know, then I'm like, it could be intuition as well (laughs) that's what I mean because I find it so like for me myself I maybe you can kind of like dissect like I for sure am someone who can gladly say that I get easily influenced but not from the point of like I'll do something I don't want to do I'm just easily excitable and therefore Mm -hmm. when something seems exciting I'll do it you know all the time that's why I have like 5,000 hobbies and you know no time but (laughs) I um if something makes sense to me and it feels good but like I struggle to then see the difference between really great messaging or marketing or someone else's excitement and like what I actually want to do myself like there are definite moments of clarity where I have these visualizations of like you know hosting events bringing women together like DJing like making this chopreneur brand big like I definitely see that but then there's other things that are like I don't know the difference between like am I just excited or is this my intuition you know yeah what I recommend in that moment is to just take a step back that's exactly what I have been doing because I'm exactly like you it's like I can feel the energy of somebody's excitement so if you you telling me about the chillpreneur brand I'll be like oh fuck yes I want to do that now like you know what I mean like I'll start to like embody your excitement and I'll think that it's my my mission the thing what I'm meant to do so what I recommend is just taking a step back which is what I've been doing and you know staying with it for a week or so allowing yourself to be neutral from the actual yeah. topic itself and then you go back to it and then you feel into your body because your body's going to tell you yeah. and your body's going to say yeah this is a fuck yes we need to do this or no nah, that's that's not mine that's not mine to do yeah that's so freaking powerful I love that um I saw you yesterday this is just a side topic by the way but I just wanted to bring it up now. <laughs> I saw you yesterday doing something on your stories like a manifesting ritual and like yeah. <laughs> digging it into the ground like can yes. you talk about that a little bit because again I just love to hear I'm so obsessed with hearing about other people's like practices and their rituals and things of that nature mm-hmm. only because I feel like the more we are exposed to other people having this conversation like the more we learn and the more we can take little bits of what's working for other people and bring it into our own practices as well but like what was that practice I'd love to all right so that's something I've been doing ever since I was a child literally a child I would take kids with me I'm like it sounds creepy I would take all my friends 
to the creek and we would sit there and I would tell them to put their wishes in the ground or to dig up, you know, um, a little hole and plant their intentions or they, it was wishes at the time. So yeah. it's something that I've always done. I definitely think it like I it's just this witch part of myself that, you know, I believe it comes from past lives and it's something that's always been there. But I've always been attracted to the idea of magic and fairies and all of that. So, you know, that's why I've really embraced like this spiritual world yeah. and I love it. it really really speaks to my soul so I yesterday was doing a manifesting ritual where I again was planting my intentions for the next six months so I actually did this last year in August yeah um, where I did the same thing went to the forest this time I did in my backyard but that's okay went to the forest planted my intentions and everything I wrote came true shut up what did you write last year I wrote I was like at the time I really wanted to live a cyclical life so I wanted to live in tune with my cycles but at the time I was working a linear job where I couldn't do that I couldn't just be like I have my period I'm not coming in right so I didn't have that freedom so I and I also manifested the business uh to start working which was amazing right and um and aligned community full of like amazing souls so basically i had a real go viral a million views and then i Mm -hmm. had um so that like called in so many people i had that business that ended up working right so i was i worked really really fast and it blew up very fast thanks to you thank you very much (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know i get um, so shy with that kind of stuff like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. Um, Honestly, like that was all you, babe. I was like, I'm, like the fact that you were like endorsing it so much was what was giving me momentum. So I have like so much gratitude towards you, honestly. Everyone join um, Hype Crew. No, Because yeah. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Honestly. <laughs> you know, you actually inspired one of my like favorite programs. So that Yay. whole process, because obviously when you were like, we had that reading and then I started talking about it online and obviously now we're collaborating, but even just, yeah, that period of like when we we're going in I was like fuck like my community actually wants to be introduced to really really cool people and that was the thing so my hype crew the creative collective mastermind I was like that's what I want to do like I want to use my platform to promote epic people and like the work that they're doing and the content that they're creating and stuff and I saw the power that it had with your business and I was like I want to do this and that's essentially where hype crew was birthed out of I was like and I create a container or an environment but where everyone gets to like promote one another and support one another and I get to introduce cool people to my audience and stuff so you actually inspired one of my most favorite programs so thanks oh, I fucking love that yes honestly the like the story of even how this is how magical the world is I'm like this is just my life all the time but the story of even how I went to you and asked you if you wanted that free reading yeah was just insane in itself like I had somebody who I was talking to here and there like we weren't even close or anything like that randomly she just asks me for permission to share a dream with her and I was yeah. like yeah sure share that dream and she's like she's telling me about you and in the dream like you and I had this encounter and I was like okay that's interesting didn't think anything of it and then a couple of days later I'm sitting on it and I was like I'm gonna ask Erin if she needs a reading so then I did and then it like yeah it was this like snowball effect into everything that's happened so and what a honestly, beautiful idea and then like how funny as well because normally I get like um no I'm okay this is just me totally exposing myself but I'm just <laughs> so bad at saying like yes to things because I'm like so not 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 unorganized like I'm super super organized and stuff as well but like you know what I mean like finding time to do stuff like that is something that I generally don't prioritize or like I'd be like 
we'll do it next week. Like my life just always ends up there. Something always gets in the way. Even today, we almost couldn't record because my freaking blood test went for like seven hours. No. But I'm just like, I, I, I hesitate to say yes to stuff like that because like, I don't know, I'm just like not, I don't prioritize things like that normally mm-hmm. because of the way that like my life and my calendar is. But it just like, all like freaking flowed in as well it was just it was so freaking beautiful and I found the recording the other day I was like I need to go back because no but then I was like I can't listen to this because 90% of it is us talking about trouble which I'm getting getting there (laughs) yeah no no you're definitely getting there it's looking like it's definitely going to open up so fingers crossed but um yeah Wow. Honestly, honestly, wow. It blows my mind to even think about. And those readings, like I've had readings like that as well. So I know the power that they hold, but also important not to like, not to hold on to the everything yeah. that was said yeah. because so much changes, timelines yeah. change, you know, shit, shit shifts really, yeah. really fast. And right yeah. now we're in a period where so much is shifting, so much is changing. So it's like, it's great to receive a reading and yeah. it's great to like, hold on to like certain things, but the then it's sure. also good to be open. Yeah. Absolutely. I um wanted to talk. Okay, so you had mentioned before we started recording, and it's really interesting. And this, I guess, plays into our conversation on like intuition and stuff, because obviously you started the our love story with the fact that you have wanted to be on YouTube for like YouTube, YouTube for like <laughs> your whole entire life now, it feels, or a big portion of your life. And also then coming to a close with your readings because intuitively that's just, you know, that chapter is closed. Mm-hmm. Like talk about where you're heading or like where your intuition's telling you to head a little bit more. So you are starting a YouTube channel, which is really yes. exciting if I'm allowed I to mention know. that. <laughs> yes, no, you totally are. I'm like, oh my God, this is me setting intentions, putting it yeah. out there, right? I have to do it now. Yeah. No, so yeah, for me, okay. So when I first, like I said, it's always been YouTube ever yeah. since I was 15. I met you, it was always YouTube, holding onto YouTube. It just got me through so much of my life, right? Yeah. And then I got to this point of, you know, having this amazing spiritual awakening, connecting to my soul, connecting to my desires again. And I was like, okay, fuck, like, what do I want to do? What do I want to create? So then I start to envision, you know, this life that I want and this life, you know, this life that I want to create for myself. And again, I'm on YouTube, right? I'm on fucking oh. YouTube, right? But then I obviously like there were so many wounds there and it probably just seems simple actually just go on YouTube already you clearly yeah. want to do it but for me it's like a big process so yeah. um, well, it was a bigger process so I had to take small steps obviously joining uh, your course and then going on that journey and then creating the podcast first so that's what yeah. I needed to do to get my voice out and then being able to create that like online business and show up online and then I was like oh fuck like for me it was just the smaller wins. Yeah, yeah, it was just proof, right, that you can do this. Yeah. I remember feeling guilty when I was like, you know, working one hour a day and making as much as I would make in like a nine hour day at work. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it was so good. This actually works. I Damn. know. I felt guilty. It's like, can it be this easy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've, I needed, yeah, right? I get it. I get it. I've struggled with guilt so much. Like that's honestly, that's been one of my biggest things along this journey. And I really, really encourage anyone who's maybe not getting where they want to go to at this particular point to, uh, to kind of like tuck into whether there is anything about feeling unworthy of success or feeling guilty around your success. Cause I think I definitely have self-sabotaged many, many growth opportunities many times because I feel, why do I need more? Like, even now I still feel myself self-sabotaging sometimes because I have a lot of, um, why do I even like struggle to say these kind of things, but like I've accumulated quite a lot of savings in my bank. So I have mm-hmm. like 
And then obviously I've got the house and everything, like I've got an investment property and just in a really secure Amazing. place at this particular time. But even then I get those like, why do I need more feelings and yeah. stuff? Like, I actually think a lot of people may have fears around earning and making money and all of these things mm-hmm. more so than they do around like, what if it fails or what if it doesn't work out or what if I don't earn money? Yeah. I personally believe a lot of that is a cover up for the, what if I do and I can't handle it or, yeah. you know, I'm not worthy of this or anything like that. So definitely tucking into that, I think is so important. No, that's such a good topic because I think that that's what people, or I guess I wasn't surrounded by it. I felt like not many people were talking about that. So when I did get that success, I was extremely uncomfortable there. I was struggling with that as well. I was looking around at everyone around me and I'm like, oh my God, fuck. Like, you know, they're all having to work really hard. How Mm -hmm. can I deserve this? And uh, yeah, you do go into self-sabotaging mode. So, you know, it took me a lot of self-awareness to be able to even get out of that but that's just it it's about to, it's about having that self-awareness and then you can stop yourself from making those same sort of yeah. um mistakes let's call them yeah. <laughs> um as you go forward but yeah it's it's a big topic it really really is because people don't talk about you know what happens after you get your manifestation especially yeah. if you haven't like attuned your nervous system to be comfortable in that frequency and it's because all we want is to be we want familiarity right we want to be yeah yeah, we we want to we want to feel safe in what we know. And while consciously you might think I want all of these things, when you get all of those things, trust me, if you haven't done the work, you will get your you will try to get yourself back down to where you were because that's where it's safe. Hundred percent. And I know that I've done that thousands of times with money. Like in my first year mm. of making a hundred thousand dollars, which was my first like technical year of business, not of growing my audience, but mm. of actual business of the business that I have now. And like, I've literally, I had literally nothing to show for it because it was like, I just wasn't attuned to like making that much money. I wasn't exactly like you said, acclimatized to that certain level of wealth. And so what do you do? You sabotage. And it's not obvious. It's not like here, have a hundred thousand dollars. I need to give it away. It's like, you Mm -hmm. may just spend a little more and it might be on Mm -hmm. things that you don't even notice. Like I'm just going to spend more on groceries or something or just go out. You know what I mean? It's so, so, so sneaky, but i how I don't know maybe you've got some resources or content or maybe we can tuck into it like here Mm -hmm. but how does someone then acclimatize to a feeling that they're not familiar with so if okay if we talk about money or success or online growth like I don't know who I am going to be or how I'm going to feel at a new stage of financial wealth Mm -hmm. so then how do you I guess like acclimatize to that during the process of manifesting it yeah, no, uh, this is this is a really good topic and so important. And I think this is where people's attention needs to, needs to go, right? So for me, I can relate to your story very well with that reel that went viral. You know, all I wanted was to be seen. It was like, I wanted this big community. I wanted to reach all of these people. Yeah. So I was given this momentum by, you know, I call it spirit universe. And I, I reached a million people and I can tell you that process felt like death. <laughs> Yeah. It felt like dying. I was like, oh my goodness. And having like that influx of people come into your space like that and having like, I felt like I was losing control of what I knew. Mm. So what I recommend during the process of manifesting is to do that 
like that tedious fucking work, right? That's the affirmations. That's the breath work. So calming your nervous system, then doing that mindset work, doing the mirror work, being able to constantly change like your thought process processes throughout the day. And like, it's annoying guys, it's not easy, but when you bypass that shit, then you're, when you get the manifestation, it's harder to hold, right? When you get your manifestation, it should feel, it shouldn't even feel exciting. It should feel like, of course, duh, I'm here, I've got it, right? You shouldn't be like jumping up and down with joy because then you haven't processed it and therefore you won't be fully ready for it. Yeah, that's so powerful. Honey agrees. (laughs) Yeah, he agrees. Like, hell yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, I could talk to you for like hours and hours and hours, but I feel like I actually want to go deeper into this topic. So maybe we can organize doing a part two on this because this is not the direction that I thought this podcast was going to go in, but (laughs) that is always the beauty of not planning and just having these divine conversations because I really would love to know more about like what that healing journey kind of looks like Mm. and some of the things that we can do to acclimatize further to our manifestations, specifically when it does come to visibility and content creation. So I definitely feel like maybe a part two is in order so that this doesn't end up being like seven hours long. No, all good. Oh, thank you so much. Honestly, talking to you just inspires me. I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to like do a massive journaling session or something right now. Like I feel like that's the only thing that can follow (laughs) this conversation. But honestly, just watching you has been such a pleasure. Like not only from our beginning to work together journey, but just the entire process. And I want to say in hopefully this comes out in the right way. You are the best example for me of, you know, someone who just didn't give up and didn't let the whole, like, you know, you should be pushing through your emotions and creating success within a month. Like we're talking about now what, uh, I think it was 2016. I came and saw you. So Mm -hmm. a six year journey here, which is very similar to mine. You know, it did take me a long time a longer time than what the internet will have you believe is is normal to get to where you want to go and you're you're still only just at the beginning like you have so much like (laughs) you've achieved so much incredible success but I can just feel that there is so so much more that is going to happen from here so thank you just for thank you for just doing it that's all I can say oh thank you for pushing me honestly like I said if it wasn't for you I wouldn't be here and if it wasn't for that one conversation that 30 minute conversation I wouldn't be here but thank you so much I love it I love it so definitely go check out Shalay she has an incredible incredible podcast she's obviously in the process of starting YouTube and her reels are just amazing go and actually just look at her reels and see if you can (laughs) see what we're talking about relative to the energy and then maybe start to think about some of those practices that you can put in place but we're going to do a part two because I really want to talk more into the manifestation of content creation done I'm excited excited (laughs) thank you so much for coming on lovely thank you so much Oh, I don't know about you, but I am feeling so incredibly inspired after that conversation. I loved it so much. And I feel like it's, I feel like it's even one of those episodes that I'm going to have to come back and listen to a couple of times to really unpack all that was going on there. Because like I said, it's almost like we had two narratives. Yes, there was a lot of lessons about the way to connect to your intuition and the way to connect to your energy and the way to, you know, have those creative downloads. But then also just that undertone of conversation that is about patience and consistency and showing up and not giving up there's just so much power in believing that it can happen at any moment so 
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I do want to mention that if you are interested in either, obviously, Hype Crew or Simply Business, two programs that I did talk about in this episode, then please do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram if you've thought about working with me. Those are two really, really great options that I have at the moment at the time of this recording. Or obviously, I do have awesome launches coming up at all times of the year. So if you're listening to this in the future, then just reach out to me. If you're interested in joining the community, joining the family, there is always something available. So I just want to send you big love. Thank you so much for spending the time with me and Shalay today. Make sure you do go follow Shalay. Her content is just, as I mentioned in this episode, energetic, magnetic. It makes you feel so good, but she's also so raw and so real and really shares the highs and lows of what it's like to be a content creator and an online business. And she's just super honest, which I appreciate. All right. I love you. And I will see you in the next episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.